Welcome to High Tide, Low Tide, the podcast where we talk about all things mental health and where we share our stories with the knowledge that it could just be the lifeline of hope for someone who is hurting and afraid that they're the only one. I'm your host, Lisa Scanlon, and I am so glad that you're here with me today. Just a little reminder here, guys, that we are discussing mental health in this episode, so we may touch on things like suicide or self-harm, which may be a trigger for you. As always, I'll pop resources in the show notes or know that you can call Lifeline 24-7 on 13 11 14. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of High Tide, Low Tide. This episode has actually come to you from a new location, and I have taken High Tide, Low Tide on a little road trip today. Um, It's actually a Sunday that I'm recording this, and I have driven this morning down to a little um, town called Victor Harbour, or thereabout. Mm-hmm. Um, next, well, it's next to Victor Harbour, but um, and this is about an hour and a half or so drive from Adelaide, a little coastal town. Um, very pretty, has a little island there that gets fairy penguins, which is really cool. And uh, fun fact the neighboring town, Port Elliot, has like the best bakery, arguably, in South Australia. I would say has the best donuts and like on a, on a public holiday or, you know, a really nice day, it's got a line like around the corner to get into this place. It's a good. So that's where I'm recording from today. Not my kitchen. Look out. We're on vacay today. So I have driven down to Victor Harbour today to see my new friend, Nick, Nick Bayota, who's joining me today on the podcast. So welcome. Beautiful. Thank you for having me. And I hope this conversation can inspire some people and yeah, have a positive impact on a few people. Absolutely. I have driven down here today, not only to record this podcast, but also because um, we have just done a breathwork session because you're a breathwork coach, mm-hmm. correct? Correct. Lovely. So I think like I, we are just going to like dive into exactly what has just taken place <laughs> because I'm on like a massive high, at, but still downloading everything that happened at the same time. Mm. So do you want to just explain to the listeners sort of what you've just guided me through and taken me through in the last hour? Mm. So yeah, one of my main offerings is a one hour breath journey, which is a deep dive into breath and using the breath as a medicine really to, mm-hmm. to access that, to be able to bring more, more energy to the body, to clear emotions, to gain clarity, to heal the body. Um, the medicine of the breath really does whatever it needs to and coupled that with intention and some sound healing, it's quite a powerful combination. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it was incredible to see the results you have. I um, am trained in the Soma breath methodology, which, um, yeah, we can get into a bit more a mm-hmm. bit later. But, yeah, wow, what a journey. It wasn't it? It <laughs> amazing was... to see your results. And, yeah. yeah. I was, like I said to Nick before we started, that I kind of didn't really come into it with any expectation or didn't, like, you know, have, you know, I'm going to come into this and I'm going to, do ABC. I just had no idea. And I was very open to just 
experiencing it for what it is and hoping that it gives me what it, I need at the <laughs> in the moment. Mm. And I, I'm just like, when we finished, I just said to Nick, I was like, I just don't have words yet. Like I just can't explain it. And then we sat and we sort of talked through what happened. So we did a round, like a series of um, rounds of breath, right? And they were incredibly powerful. Just, you know, we're breathing like four seconds in, four seconds out, and then we changed that up. And then there was an aspect of like breath hold that was to it. Mm -hmm. And I said before we started, I was a little bit nervous about that because I've I've tried really hard with freediving and I just seemed to have a lot of trouble holding my breath in the past. And I feel like um, coming out of this, I've smashed that mindset out of the park (laughs) because I felt like I didn't ever need to breathe anymore. (laughs) Yeah. I could have laid there and just not breathe for what felt like forever I don't even know how long it actually was but you know it was just Mm. incredible and just like allowing yourself to just relax into it and trust the process how much you can do the things you can't do yeah the breath is just an amazing tool like you may Mm. have had that limiting belief for your whole life Mm. if you didn't go into something like this and consciously connect with your breath it allows us to go beyond the thinking mind and Mm -hmm. our everyday thought loops and just drop deeper into our body, bypass all the bullshit Mm -hmm. and just come into our bodies, into our feeling sensations and be guided by that. Yeah. And the body's wisdom is just um, incredible. And not not enough of us are connected to it in this go, go, go crazy world. A a lot of it's just happening on a mental level, you know, Mm -hmm. really a lot of emphasis on our mind and we uh, as a society in general, not everyone, but mm-hmm. um, many have become disconnected from their actually body and feeling their way through life, which is what I endeavour to do. And that's why this somatic experience can be so fucking powerful. So powerful. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like I could feel the energy or like the, would you say it's the vibrations that I'm feeling or how would you explain like that? Yeah, well, breath literally is life force energy. So mm-hmm. it's, it's energy that can be experienced as like yeah, electrical currents, um, yeah, energetic sensations. Yeah. I'll just call it energy. Yeah. 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 So when we're going through these rounds, it's like I could feel the, that energy building within my body and it like literally feels like um, a vibration for anyone who's, you know, not experienced it before. Mm-hmm. It's like I could my whole body, I could feel the vibration moving through it. And um, I said when I finished as well, that was like I felt like I had like dinosaur claw hands because it's like, I don't know, like, um, what did you, what's the name for it? Oh, it's a term, yeah, it's called (laughs) um, tetany, which is just a, yeah, very common experience within breath work where the energy (laughs) just builds up and gets caught, stuck in the hands and it can take a while to release. Yeah. Does it mean anything that, like, where it gets stuck? Um, Or is it just there's common places that it will happen yeah that's the most common is the, the hands yeah. and that's yeah it just means like sometimes it's like a lot for the body to process so it can't move the energy around so it just gets caught a bit and then relaxing yeah. into that and letting go it releases yeah. as you go but yeah it can indicate a bit of just clinging on or holding nice. and the more you let go the more yeah the energy flows yeah <laughs> yeah and and towards like after we'd done the rounds of breath there was a moment where it was sort of like I guess for me, that this part felt like the, the peak of the session. 
where it's like we've done the last round of breath, which was a little bit faster. And then I think I had like the longest breath hold of um, the session. And then I just had this moment and it felt like, um, so Nick came over and he had his hands, I guess, towards my heart. Mm. And it's like I could feel all of like these negative things that I've been holding on to for years, like I'm not good enough, I don't deserve, you know, love or I don't deserve, I don't know, great things. That's going to go into way too much depth. But like it's like I could feel all of these things that had been holding me back and clogging me up and keeping me down come out almost as if your hands had like removed them from me. Like a Dementor. I don't know if you're terrible. Harry Potter or not. But, like, you know yeah. how they suck all the joy out of you, but, like, the reverse of that. So, mm. like, a good Dementor. Um, Take all, all of that stuff out mm. of me. And then I was, like, left with this, like, abundant feeling of lightness and joy. And it's like I could see, like, my eyes were closed, but it's like all I could see was white like light, I don't know. And it was just incredible. It's like it freed up by taking all of that stuff out. It's like it freed up this space and I just felt like like a reassurance, like you're on the right path and like you do deserve all those things and you are worthy and all of that kind of thing. Is Is it common for people to have that kind of moment in their own way? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Mm. Reports similar to yours are very common experiences within, mm-hmm. yeah, particularly the longer one-on-one breathwork sessions that I do. Yeah. Um, even the shorter sessions that I guide, like weekly group sessions where it would only be about 20 minutes, there is a sense of that. Mm-hmm. As well, always there's a coming, like a homecoming, mm-hmm. a connection back to your heart, to your truth mm-hmm. and to your authentic self mm-hmm. uh, away from the away from the mind into your body and um yeah you just gain this clarity on on life and yeah you i call it like i think of it as connecting with your highest self Mm -hmm. um this place that we can't always access in our day-to-day life Mm -hmm. and it's an absolutely beautiful feeling it is it does require going through some resistance sometimes that's that yeah that is the um difficult part and that's why some, yeah, some people can have some resistance towards breath work, but once you do, you, it's absolute magic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And to anyone who's listening is like, oh, breath work, what, so you just mean like breathing? Like, mm. no. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just breathing. Like yeah. breathing is something that our, like we do just like unconsciously, like our body knows how to do it. This is mm. like doing it very mindfully and being like, especially with what we've just done, like being guided through something like that. I have just found it super powerful and mm. definitely recommend if anyone is like sitting on the fence and they've heard about it and they're like, oh, I don't know, I might be a little bit scared. Like, what do you say to those people? One breathwork session can be like having 10 or even 100 therapy sessions mm. because talking is good, um, yeah. but it lacks the somatic experience and the actual feeling and getting into your body and getting into the nitty gritty parts of yourself mm-hmm. and and really just facing yourself, facing the truth and going beyond that Yeah, uh, with the breath, getting you in, in your body. And it's completely safe. Like 
Mm-hmm. Especially if you're guided by someone. Yeah. And you what really you? did create such a safe space, I have to say. Beautiful. Um, I did feel, you know, at the start, you're like, you know, if you feel like you need to, to move or, you know, whatever noise you need to make and all those things, mm. I think, are really important because I really did feel held. And if I wanted to move or anything like that, I really felt like it was safe to do that. I cried. Like, I just cried <laughs> during yeah. that session. So, like, to have never met someone before about an hour and a half ago, to feel safe enough to cry in front of them, I think is really powerful. So thank mm. you for creating that space for me. Oh, so beautiful. <laughs> so beautiful to hear. And, yeah, yes. within breathwork sessions I've seen, I've seen it all. I've seen, like, mm-hmm. um, every single emotion, the sun release, screaming and rage. Um, yeah. Tears. I've seen ecstatic bliss. Um, it's whatever is needed for the moment, for the person, whatever mm-hmm. needs to clear. And it's just energy. Mm-hmm. Also, it is can have a story attached to it, but can also just be energy moving through, through and out of the body, clearing way to make space for something that you do want. Yeah. Um, yeah. As humans, we hold on to so much that we've picked up throughout our life. So it, much. It stays, in our, it stays in our body whether we know it or not. Mm-hmm. And through these modalities, yeah, we can literally re- release it as with as simple as technique as breathing. It sounds very simple, but it's, yeah, it's um, it's done in a specific and focused way and with yeah. intention. Um, it's very powerful. It's been used for thousands of years, these techniques. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it, they work. Yes, 100% yeah. they work. And yeah. honestly, I, I'm, I still feel like, I know I've just talked through it, but I still feel like mm-hmm. I haven't, it hasn't properly downloaded for yeah. me yet. Yeah. And I think it's still like I'm going to feel even more profoundly strong about it, you know, this evening or tomorrow and I'm going to be messaging everyone I know, like, you should be doing breath work. Mm. Like, honestly, yeah. I just, yeah, there's just so much value in, I guess, what, you know, outside of talk therapy, like we were saying mm. before. Like, talking is great, psychologists, great, definitely recommend, but you might find maybe you're not it's not working for you anymore and so i highly encourage people to look into you know something like breath work or inner child work or those types of things there's so much value out there absolutely well yeah i i tried the um talk therapy and um some psychologists um things like that when i was in the depths of my anxiety and depression mm-hmm. and feeling really stuck lost um mm-hmm. Yeah, and confused, and I tried them, and they did, you know, a couple of sessions sort of helped me. Mm-hmm. It was good to bounce my ideas and talk with someone, but then I just got to a point where I just, I, yeah, it wasn't really doing anything. I could feel myself going in some sort of loops or, mm-hmm. yeah, I just wasn't able to set myself free, and then, it, yeah, this was when I discovered breath work, mm-hmm. and I think I went to a breath work session and... Yeah, it just completely obliterated my mind and because I was able to go beyond uh, all the thinking, like I said, and, yeah, it just completely opened me up to a whole new perception. Mm-hmm. And I love yeah. that you found something that helped you and now you are, you know, wanting to use that and be able to help more people in the same way that it helped you. I think that's really lovely. It's amazing because I've walked the path. I've mm-hmm. walked so now I can help others who are there to come out and not just 
because I've got a technique, but because mm-hmm. I've I'm sharing the tech, the very technique that helped walk me out of the depths of my hell and yeah. depression, pain, anxiety. When I was feeling like I had nowhere to go, mm-hmm. this is the one of the, the main thing that really helped me connect back to myself, to my truth, and redirect my life to yeah, to such a higher purpose. Yeah, and literally going from like breathwork just takes you to like this heavenly place like, mm-hmm. as you may it have does. experienced yeah 100 you look like you're still sort of yeah. in that energy uh, i have wings <laughs> you if you hadn't noticed yeah, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> i love that so obviously um breathwork came into your life um unfortunately because you found that you weren't in a very good place right mm-hmm. so if we were to take that sort of back to the beginning where do you think, um, I guess, your struggles with your mental health started or, like, can you pinpoint a time back then? Yeah. Well, I think um, for me and for most people it's, like, when we're a child, when we're, yeah. when we're younger, there's obviously some sort of environmental influences that take us and move us away from our authentic truth and our authentic mm-hmm. nature. And, yeah, for me that was... I feel just being in school and being different, I'd say. I'm like, I feel, always felt like a bit of a black sheep within, okay. within life. And, mm-hmm. yeah, not really finding my place to be able to fit in. I was a very energetically sensitive child. And, um, yeah. yeah, I would I, now I know that I was actually absorbing a lot of the energy of people around me, negative energy. And then I was, throughout my life, that had become natural to feel which... Like to feel other people's emotions as mm-hmm. though they're my own. Yeah. So that next, I didn't know next that. Next level empathy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Which is why in the breathwork session, when you're crying mm. and I place a hand on mm-hmm. onto your heart, I can literally feel your pain. Mm-hmm. And and as you said, it's like a, I'm taking it. Yeah. So the, that very ability, which caused my anxiety, depression, and and pain, not knowing how to use that superpower. Yeah. Now. You know, beginning to master it for good. For I can see why. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I love that. I love that so much that you've been able to, like, mm. look back and think, okay, well, what was, you know, because you didn't understand it as a child, like you're a child, you don't know these things. Mm. But, like, that same quality is now what allows you to do what you do, and I think that's beautiful. Yeah. So now, yeah, fuck yeah, I'm glad that I'm different because, <laughs> yeah. like, now yeah, I have been able to master that ability a bit. Yeah. Um, it's my greatest strength, what I thought was such a weakness, not able to fit in. I just wanted to be like everyone else. Yeah. So. School's but, a rough time, though, like, for, for most of us, right? True that. True that. <laughs> I, I think even for, like, you know, the kids in school that seem like they're having an easy time, mm. it's probably not a great time. <laughs> I agree, yeah. So that was like, if you're thinking about that, is that like high school times um, or even younger? Yeah. Oh, I think it starts younger and yeah. then it carries on and you form an identity as you grow older through into high school, into yeah. young adult life. It's there until you decide to do some breath work and start to look at, <laughs> well, not, not necessarily, but until, yeah, until you realise it, because it's unconscious for, for most of your life. And I realised that when I was younger, I was um, creating an identity to try to fit in and it wasn't my true self. And then mm-hmm. trying to uphold that and trying to be someone and ensuring that you're someone that 
pleases everybody else, um, that takes a lot of energy and it pulls you away from your authentic truth mm-hmm. and that becomes normalised and then, yeah, and then it's just been a journey about coming back to my mm-hmm. authentic expression and who I really am and just, yeah, accepting that. Yeah, and it is mm. exhausting trying to be something that you're not in any capacity. Mm. Like, and I think there is such a pressure when you're a child and if I think of my own life as well and, you know, say child as in, like, I'm thinking high school because they are children. Mm. Like, there is such a pressure to fit in and conform because you want to be a part of the pack, if you will, you know. Mm. And that can cause a lot of, you know, mental health issues and, like, issues with your identity and whatnot. And I know even for myself, like, I've been on a journey back to who I am and accepting and loving who I am for who I am and not trying to be anything else. And I think it's like an ever-evolving thing, mm-hmm. like, for a lot of people. I'd agree. It's just like there's more and more layers um, yeah. to it. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. <that's laughs> the, the more you learn as well, I feel like the more you realise there's more layers, like, yeah. <laughs> the self-development anyway, like, the more you start to mm-hmm. learn and know you're going to different modalities and whatnot I think or for Mm. myself definitely I'm like oh wait and there's more stuff I need to fix (laughs) yeah yeah in a good way (laughs) yeah not maybe not necessarily need to fix but also like yeah there's more to that if I want to dive into that yeah but also important point that I've learned is to say also look back and say look how far I've come already and appreciating the work you've done instead of saying I'm gonna do more work more work and then I'll be good enough yeah. That's what a trap that I've fallen into. It's, I need to do more work, more work, yeah. more inner work, more breath work, whatever, more meditation. And then I wasn't actually accepting. I got to a point where I looked back and I said, wow, look how amazing I'm doing. Yeah. And actually giving yourself that appreciation and love, that's actually more powerful than doing any work. It is. Because otherwise you'll be on a, a never-ending little rat race. Yeah. <laughs> a little circle going around. Yeah. So, yeah, self-appreciation is massive as that well. That is. And it's something I should probably, like, like, listening to you talk, I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm always like, yeah, but what's next? What can I do more? Yeah. But it is uh, take, being able to take that time and appreciate how far you've come yeah. as well. Yeah. What about saying, looking in the mirror and saying, I'm amazing? Yes. That's a very difficult one. It is. For a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, you were going through these things when you were younger mm-hmm. and th- that led to, I guess, a bit of um, anxiety, right? Mm. You had a fair bit of anxiety. Oh, massive. <laughs> yeah, massively. That, that has been something always ongoing. Mm-hmm. How did that show up for you? Like, what did that look like? Or like, if you were to say it's a symptom, like what are mm. the symptoms that showed up for you? Hmm. Because they're different for everyone, you know? Yeah, well, certainly um, for me it was a lot of people pleasing, putting my needs back Mm -hmm. beyond, and it was like do whatever to be liked or, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, please. Yeah, just put on a show that I was happy, which was actually the cover for that anxiety, Mm. and I just, yeah, that definitely, um, Mm -hmm. how else, probably... Yeah, it, maybe it didn't show up as much because I would suppress it a lot. Yeah. So for me, it was become undealwithable for a big part of my life. So I, I went to alcohol, drugs, mm-hmm. um, 
you name it to suppress that emotion and run from yeah. that. Food, addiction, yeah. anything, because that would that would mean I wouldn't have to feel my pain and my emotions. Mm-hmm. So that's what I did up until the point where, say, I discovered breath work. Mm-hmm. Perhaps that was the point where I started to just step in and just feel it all. Mm-hmm. And that's, uh, as they say, feeling is healing. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess, like, um, it was a mixture yeah. of all of those types of things, like you said that um, yeah. we were talking before and you said, you know, you'd, to sort of live up to this, I guess, different expectation and please, if I'm paraphrasing correctly, please correct me. Yeah. Um, you know, you'd gone down the road of being like the DJ and like going down that sort of path and mm. you had been drinking and all the rest of it, partying and whatnot, as mm-hmm. many of us do, especially in what I'm assuming was early 20s. Yeah, and yeah. teens. Yeah. yeah, late teens, early 20s. Yeah. And this sort of led you, I guess, eventually to like, feeling at some point like you didn't want to be here anymore. Mm-hmm. What yeah, was that absolutely. like? Yeah, so that was part of my putting on a, mm-hmm. a um, an ego or like a, a face for the world and mm-hmm. being someone and just the, yeah, that, that disconnection from myself eventually led to a point where I would like have panic attacks. I would... Um, be incredibly anxious and just get to the point where I wondered why what is the point of being here on earth like I it was just too getting too much for me yeah to the point where I did honestly yeah decide and feel that there was no point to be up to be alive I just didn't get it so lost confused and Mm. disconnected from my heart yeah um which is not a good thing but also that is is a good thing in the way that it was a catalyst for me to wake the fuck up and realise <laughs> who I truly am and who I'm here to be. Yeah. And so, yeah, really pivotal, pivotal moment. Yeah. And was there something you think that, like, was there a, a specific moment or something that happened mm. that helped you to switch from that feeling like, you know, what's the point and why do I want to be here anymore yeah. to taking that step and sort of turning that around was there something Mm. that happened yeah well a lot of what was um causing such anxiety and and that within my body was actually just the lifestyle that I was living Mm. and the job the job I was working and it just wasn't it was not not filling me up at all I just couldn't couldn't do it anymore so I left um the job which was a massive um part for me Mm -hmm. um and also yeah, the huge turning point for me was I went, I had always heard of um, plant medicines mm-hmm. and I'd always been attracted to them, but mm-hmm. I'd never tried any, anything. Um, then one day I just got to the point where I was, yeah, in that real depressed and that low state and I found some um, psilocybin, which is um, also known as mushrooms, magic mm-hmm. mushrooms, and <laughs> I didn't even know what to do, but I just trusted, and my intuition just said to take a certain amount of these and go have a ceremony, sit with myself, and I sat around the fire in the depths of my pain, and I was just trusting my yeah. intuition, and yeah, using that medicine, um, it opened me to a whole new perspective, and wow. so what what happened was around... Yeah, in that in that time, I went on an incredible journey, and what I saw was my true self. And I just mm-hmm. went. It's something similar to breathwork. I was able to go beyond all my 
the thoughts, the mental chatter that was causing mm-hmm. me so much pain and just cut straight through the bullshit to see the truth. And I saw a vision of my highest self, if that makes sense. Yeah. It can seem a bit um, woo-woo to some people, but it's, yeah, it's, it's exactly what, yeah. Um, yeah, it's what was a life-changing moment for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, I asked myself the question, what would I be doing if I could do anything in the world? And it was this, what I'm doing right now. Mm-hmm. This was the exact vision that I had and I was this exact person that I am right now. Oh, my God, that's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. And I was like, wow, I get to be that if I choose. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. So I literally wrote the steps down to take. I knew what I had to do and I just went out and I did it um, fearlessly. Just took aligned action with that vision and kept taking baby steps towards it to the point where I am here now. That's amazing. Yeah. And I think like like you just used the term baby steps and this is something that I um, am huge on and it's actually I have the same deck, one of those decks of cards that you have and this baby steps card came to me like, I don't know, like five times in like seven drawers. Wow. And so it's now just lives permanently on my fridge, <laughs> this card. <laughs> yeah. Um, wow. And it's like we always, when say we want to get from A to B, we always are just like expecting just to be at B and we want mm. it to happen fast and we want it to happen now. Mm. But it's also about like just, you know, taking the small steps to get there. Like it doesn't have to be the big leap it can still we can still get to the same place with small steps yeah in fact yeah I'd argue that is the most efficient way to get there because a lot a lot of the time I've done that where I've said I've got to get here now as soon as possible so I'll do everything I can and then it's just this weight of the world on your shoulders Mm -hmm. and it's too much so yeah and then you know you're not actually going to be able to move as efficiently as possible if you just choose one action in alignment with your heart and just go yeah. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. Yeah. So yeah. at that point um, when you sort of had that, I guess, some of an awakening, if you will, we call it that, or, yeah. you know, this realisation, mm. and then you had written out the steps and you knew what you wanted to do, is that when you went down the path to um, start breathwork or you'd already done some breathwork before that and this was now the path to becoming a, a coach? Yeah, so I began breathwork probably a little bit before that moment but it was Mm -hmm. more so just um breathing within like yoga classes or yeah that's what I said as well (laughs) yeah yeah so that was more just yeah I had connected with my breath but I hadn't really made that um deeper connection with conscious breathing like I have anywhere near what I have now Mm -hmm. um maybe I did a few online like YouTube breathworks, bit of mm-hmm. bit of Wim Hof breathing, yeah, <laughs> and that sort of stuff. Yeah, but yeah, I at that point was the point where I realized like I actually need to be. This is my life mission, and mm-hmm. I need to just devote myself to to this um, mm-hmm. at, at all costs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is pretty scary when you're like in a certain <laughs> identity and you're this yeah. person, and you know you're working this job and it's like safe, secure job, and then mm-hmm. you go and you're opened up to this new vision and it involves letting go of all of that, all mm. everything that is not in alignment with that. Mm-hmm. It's quite scary to shift into reality, but, yeah, taking baby steps helps. Maybe, yeah, baby steps. <laughs> and I guess going. the knowledge, like we were saying before, that, like, we need to be, 
like comfortable in being uncomfortable because that's where the growth happens, right? Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, the mo- the things that are going to help you grow the most is the one that is the most uncomfortable. Yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> but that's the way like life is tailored, and that's why, um, yeah, it takes yeah a lot of strength and courage to yeah. to um, want to heal and want to move past the mm. reality that you're in to get to the reality that you want. Or you may not even know what the reality you really want is, but you just know you want something to change. Yeah. This is going to take courage. It's going to take facing the darkest, most painful spots of yourself mm-hmm. um, and just sh- shedding light on them and giving them love. Mm-hmm. That's the best way to move beyond them. Yeah. yeah. So how long ago was that? Like how long um, have you been doing this now? Yeah, so I've been teaching breathwork for almost... Almost two years. I'd say it was about two, year and okay. a half to two years ago. Yeah. Where I sort of got onto the, the path yeah. of, yeah, starting to study and dive deeper into breath work and these somatic healing mm-hmm. modalities. Yeah. yeah. And there's a bit of a community in, in Adelaide that you were a part of or had started, right, prior mm. to moving down here. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, started running some beach sort of sessions where we just do breath work, meditation, mm-hmm. yeah, and a little bit of yoga just to create a community. And we sort of like gathered this tribe. And then mm-hmm. I, yeah, begun to do weekly sessions, which mm-hmm. just was awesome and introduced um, hundreds of people to breath work over the course of last year with just weekly group sessions. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, had absolutely mind-blowing results and experiences from from those sessions yeah um yeah so it's awesome and just that community community vibe is just everything the deepest of human needs is just that connection yeah 100 proper connection which is so missed within society it is especially like i often uh, i praise social media because uh, it has allowed me to come into contact with so many wonderful people and I'm so grateful for it. Mm. But on the flip side of that, it can also cause disconnect in real life mm. because people are so in their phones. So it's an interesting one. But I do believe that we really do crave community. And when I was living in Indonesia, that was some, like one of the best parts of what I had there was our little community on the island because everyone was just so tight-knit. Mm-hmm. And I think back here in, like, I guess Western society or whatever, like however you would describe this or first world living or whatever, I think there is a disconnect between people. Mm-hmm. There can be, I should say. Imagine. There isn't always. But if, you were to, if I compare the two places that I've lived, the feeling of community over there was, you know, a lot greater, I think, than here. But I have noticed that there's been lots more people or lots more groups and whatnot um, sort of, I guess, out there able to support people in finding their tribe or their, like, people, which is really nice. Well, it's been incredible. Like when Monica, Monica Supic, who mm-hmm. I did um, some of these sessions at the beach with, uh, since then that was, like, probably yeah, one of the only breath work mm. sort of things available in Adelaide mm-hmm. anyway there was not much happening and since then um incredible how all these new um little mm. tribes and communities have just popped up and 
now it's happening everywhere. There's yeah. um, breath work, there's meditation, there's, um, if you look on Facebook events, there's hundreds of events with all these sort of things going on every week. So it's Amazing. awesome because obviously there's a market for it. More people are opening to it and there's yeah. more people providing it now. Yeah. Um, these alternative healing modalities, which they, they absolutely work. That's mm. why they're growing and people are starting to realise like, um, this stuff works. So definitely. why not? Yeah. And I have definitely noticed even specifically in the breathworks, um, area in Adelaide, I'm obviously talking as well. Mm. Like, um, breathwork was introduced to me probably like two years ago, just through someone I followed online. And then I was trying to find someone that did it in Adelaide at that time. And I was asking around and, um, the only person, there was one person whose name got floated, which was Lee Ryan, who, you know, mm. and, like it just was like it was hard to find people who did it at that time and now it's much easier like there is definitely more people so the growth in that space I'm mm. so happy about because it means there's been more people I guess taking taking this journey with breath work and seeing how powerful it is yeah in terms of the health and wellness mm. industry breath work is the number one growing trend or modality oh, in the wow. world it's yeah just like absolutely skyrocketed the past few years wow yeah. so it's incredible it's incredible the growth that's happening i and, love that mm. it's yeah and i'm super glad <laughs> yeah, yeah so in terms of like your own mental health now like would you say mm. you're in a good place now mm. yeah like absolutely anxiety is something that is it's not like Oh, it's gone forever. It's yeah. just, it's a thing that can arise in moments. And mm -hmm. the number one thing that, that to help it is just like awareness of it mm -hmm. and breath work to, to manage it. So mm -hmm. yes, for me, sometimes it may arise as some sort of anxious feeling, but yeah. or something like that. But I have the awareness to just shine the light on it and mm -hmm. just not, I used to be so attached into it and it's like, and I thought that was me. Now there's a gap there mm -hmm. and I'd be like, oh, I see you over there. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> I can see yeah. that rising up, that old thing. <laughs> and just say hello to it, but not really, it's not going to influence me too much because, because yeah. yeah, I'm so aware of it. I've done the work around it mm -hmm. um, and I have tools to help me manage it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Such as simple breath work practices like box breaths box breathing incredible yeah, yeah. that's something um, that i use regularly for my own anxiety so like and i feel like most people have, may not have heard of like breath work but mm. most people would have heard of box breathing before yeah so absolutely. box breathing is four seconds in hold well, four seconds right or however many you like. <laughs> yeah, as long as it's the same. Thing. I always use four. So I'm just going to say four. So four seconds in, hold for four seconds, four seconds out, hold for four seconds. And you do that around again, however many seconds you'd like. And that yeah. is such an easy, quick, powerful tool to help me if I can feel my anxiety starting to build up. Like mm. it's just, yeah, it's incredible how fast it can kind of turn it around. Yeah. Yeah, it's literally um, medicine. Mm. And even a minute or two of that, you totally shift your energetic, your mental state mm -hmm. um, and how you're feeling mm -hmm. and how empowering you get to take your power back and say, no, this thing can't have power over me. 
Yeah. I've got a tool now that is going to support me mm-hmm. and allow me to fucking take control of my body, my physiology. Yeah. And essentially take your power back and, mm-hmm. and, and heal. Yeah. Yeah. How beautiful. Love that. <laughs> yeah. And so obviously breath work is a huge part of, I guess, how you keep your mental health in check and stay happy. Is there anything else that you use, like on a daily or weekly, um, that helps you specifically? Um, so definitely connection to nature. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just, just going for a walk mm-hmm. or going to, going to the beach is like almost a daily non-negotiable. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, along with breath work in the morning, it's like non-negotiable. I'll do some of that and it just will lift your energetic state to a level where your whole day will go smoother if you spend five minutes or ten minutes Yeah. Um, doing that in the morning. I love yoga. I love mm-hmm. um, qigong. Sound is something that I'm absolutely mm-hmm. obsessed with. So I, <laughs> yeah, um, love playing instruments mm-hmm. and... Joy, just like expressing joy, so dancing. Mm-hmm. I tried dance, had heaps of resistance to dancing, but I have started to just move my body and just just dance. It's mm-hmm. like one of the best medicines. Yeah. So simple. Um, a lot of resistance can be around that, but mm-hmm. when I'm connected to my body doing any of these modalities, I there's no chance of um, anxiety because I'm so in my body, I'm grounded and, mm-hmm. yeah, feeling feeling good. I like that. Yeah, also singing. I've started yeah. to sing. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. Just any anything like that. Um just yeah, just puts you in your body grounded mm-hmm. and yeah. I think Help. there's like an aspect of like um if I think about myself, like around like the singing or dancing piece, I've always for so long I would be worried about what someone else would think about me. I certainly have no singing voice. Mm. But that's not the point, is it? It doesn't matter if you have a good voice or it doesn't matter if you've, quote, unquote, know how to dance. It's about what feels good for you and that's what matters. So it's about, I guess, like learning to get out of your head in those kind of instances as well, and I'm talking about myself. Yeah. Also, mm. you're, it's not about what someone else thinks. Nah, nah. And who's making the judgment? Like, yeah. It's us judging ourselves. So mm. these are incredible tools to just, yeah, go beyond your limiting beliefs and it's healing. Mm. Like every time that I sing, I feel a bit of resistance come up and I say, you know, I can either choose to just stay quiet or mm-hmm. I can go beyond that past tendency mm-hmm. and go beyond that limit of mind and every time I just open more. Mm-hmm. And so freeing, so liberating. But yeah, yeah, 100%. Like we said at the start, it is um, going beyond the resistance is where the growth growth happens. Mm-hmm. So it's awesome. And for anyone listening, if you just notice the places where resistance comes up mm. with things, is it singing, is it dancing, mm-hmm. is it breath work, can you just lean into that with baby steps, mm-hmm. just even a little bit? Um, that's where you're going to have all your growth. Mm-hmm. It's not in the comfort zone where you grow. Yeah. That's just the truth. Yeah. Yeah. I think, like, as well, another way for me to, like, put it is, okay, so let's say I want to dance, but I'm worried that what people might think. So I'm actually creating the the narrative in my own head that 
don't know, Sarah over there is looking at me and judging me or looking at me and laughing or looking at me and saying, oh, that girl doesn't know how to dance. Yeah. Sarah could be over there thinking, oh, I wish that I had the, you know, that I could be the one that's over there that's dancing. Or she might be saying, um, Lisa looks great over there dancing. Exactly. So we don't, like, that. that's not real. Like, I have no evidence that Sarah is judging me. Mm-hmm. I'm making that up in my own head. Yeah. Like, I'm making that story up and it's negatively affecting my life. So I think... Mm-hmm being able to identify that we I have no proof that anyone's judging me. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? And just yeah. being more aware of those kind of things and like unpacking them can allow you to free that up. Mm. Does that make sense? Exactly. And then just taking <laughs> yeah and then just taking action on it and you'll see that it was mm. just made in your mind. And also Sarah, even if she is <laughs> if she's over there <laughs> If she, even if she was judging you, that still should not stop you from Correct. doing what feels good for you. Yeah. This is something that, um, like, and I can, I, that's me, like, so much from my, <laughs> my past self is just waiting to see, is it okay to act like this or mm. can I be like that, you know, and just, no, just how do I want to be? I yes. can just be however the fuck I want to be. I'll be who <laughs> I want to be. I'm free. Just remembering that. Yeah. yeah. Don't be limited by anything. Whether whether she's having a judgment of you or not, it doesn't matter. It shouldn't influence how you want to act and express. That's a very good point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bloody Sarah. No offense to any Sarahs who might be listening. That was just a name I pulled out of a hat. I feel like I'm 35 and when I was in school there was like 75 Sarahs. So I think it's just like a, a common name for my generation. Yeah. I know I have lovely listeners named Sarah. So. Sending sending love to all the Sarahs <laughs> out there. <laughs> I bet you they love the dancing anyway. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure they do. <laughs> so what do you wish that you could maybe tell your like past self who was going mm. through those, you know, those harder times? Or maybe someone who's going through it now. Mm. <laughs> do breath yeah. work. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I would say <clears throat> yeah, definitely breathe Mm -hmm. if but if you didn't have those tools Mm -hmm. um love yourself Mm. yeah Mm -hmm. just no matter where you're at just yeah um give yourself love and just acknowledge where you're at Mm -hmm. i would say that you're amazing even just as you are Mm -hmm. you're beautiful um you're loved you're Mm -hmm. supported you're safe Mm-hmm. Um, and it's okay to be who who you are. Mm. Who you are is okay. And mm-hmm. however you want to express, that's absolutely all good and stop. No need to give a fuck what anyone else thinks also. Mm-hmm. Very important point, I would say, to my younger self. Yeah. 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 I think that like it's really quite a common thing and I wish I could say that to my younger self as well, like, doesn't matter what anyone else thinks like just do you yeah like as long as you're not hurting anyone by doing you like it doesn't matter if you want to do something different to everyone else it's the Mm. authenticity and like the uniqueness of every person that makes life more beautiful so I don't Mm. know why like if I think of again myself like why I was so hell-bent as a teenager to just be like everybody else. Mm. So, yeah, I don't know where it comes from. 
Mm. But yeah, that's like exactly as you are, you are enough. Like that's yeah. a massive one for me in my childhood mm. and and just for society in general. We're often pushing to be more, be better, mm-hmm. and then we'll be good enough. But what if just as you are right now, you're already good enough? Mm. And then move from this place. Mm-hmm. It's a place of love that you can move from this place so much more gracefully. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think we can do, I guess, better as a society when it comes to, like, ment- the mental health space? Mm. Definitely be more open to um, alternative holistic healing methods. Mm-hmm. Like... <laughs> I feel like my listeners have had a lot of these lately through the likes of like um, having Kane and I've had Stefan and um, Georgia. Mm. I've spoken about Georgia as well, but oh, all these, I guess, quote unquote, alternative healing methods. Yeah, definitely more of that. And yeah, I think like we've lost our connection to nature and like mm-hmm. the natural world, which mm-hmm. is something that I'm so um, passionate about is connecting yeah, to nature and realising that. Um, Mm -hmm. we're one with the earth like Mm -hmm. it's very simple but it's so forgotten in society everyone's like in an office or just in a Mm. in the concrete jungle and the only nature they've got is maybe one plant in the corner it's probably fake plant (laughs) (laughs) probably picking up my office it has real plants you got real we have a guy that comes to water them we've got real plants but Oh, good. I see your point. <laughs> oh, good. And like that's that's okay. Like I, I sort of under, understand it, but yeah. then, but even just yeah, just in general, like um, humans used to live one with nature and were so connected with it. And where has that gone now? Mm. It's like yeah, most time is spent um, within our phones and technology, and mm-hmm. yeah. So that's another one is connection to nature and connection to other humans is so important. Definitely. So deepening in that, yeah. What are some, like, quick, easy ways do you think that people could connect back to nature during the day or some just, of the things you like doing? Yeah, for me, just literally going for a, just going for a walk to the beach, going mm. for a hike. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I know myself and my boss at work, if we've had, like, a heavy day on the, like, laptop doing contracts or something like that, mm-hmm. we'll just, you know, go outside and walk around, like, the we take the big block because there's a small block and a, a big block. So we'll take a walk together outside around the block. So we've, not only are we moving our bodies, but, you know, you're outside, you're in the fresh air. You know, it's not like nature in terms of like, you know, a forest or something like that, but it's still outside. Yes. The fresh air, you've got the vitamin D and just, yeah, not sat in front of the screen for, you know, 15 minutes of the day. So I think that's a nice, easy one. Yeah, whatever you can, whatever you can do, like it's it's good. Yeah, yeah. And there's little like parks everywhere. Like obviously, I'm talking about Adelaide, but like you know, there's little parks with playgrounds that have grass. You know, we've got a very lovely stretch of coastline. Mm. You know, take your shoes off, go for a walk in the sand. Yeah. Get into the salt water. It has healing properties, one hundred percent. Oh yeah, and, <laughs> and that's the other thing. Like barefoot, like as mm. I am now, and pretty much always I'll be barefoot and that's such a way to connect to nature yeah but even if you're not in the depths of nature you're connecting with the earth directly mm. um so with shoes we're we're blocking the electromagnetic connection to the earth and mm-hmm. literally disconnecting from nature in that way so it's like yeah even just taking your shoes off could mm-hmm. be what could be one putting your feet on the earth yeah 
Yeah. And even if you've just got a little backyard or a front yard or something, you can do those things at home. That's you it. know, you don't have to leave the house in order to do it. Mm-hmm. I have socks on at the moment because my feet got cold while we're doing the breathwork session. <laughs> <laughs> my feet are always cold, I swear. Uh, so I can't survive in cold places. I have to live in hot places. Mm. Well, not that that's where I am now, but in general. <laughs> mm, I agree. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same with that. Yeah. <laughs> so mm. looking back, I guess, with like hindsight and everything you've been through um, and went through as a like younger man to where you are now, how do you feel about that journey and that path? Mm. Yeah, when you're in it, you can be... Mm. I, I struggled to have gratitude for all my pain and all this shit that I've been through in the past, but now it's, like, incredibly grateful because you can see the bigger picture. Yeah. So, like, when you're in it, I would say to anyone that's, like, in some in the depths of, like, darkness or is going through something, anything that's uncomfortable for them, just know that there's a greater plan, mm. a bigger picture, like, that we're, we're not able to zoom out to see see it yet. Like, for example, when I was um, in my depths of, like, anxiety and depression, it was, I was not able to see why that was. And now I can sort of see that by working through that was what got me to here where I am now. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, now I look back with gratitude. I'm like, thank you so much. I understand that it couldn't have been any other way. Yeah. And as my journey continues, I trust it. And I just take one baby step mm-hmm. forward at a time um, with trust, trusting mm-hmm. that the next part of the path will unfold and it always does it always will yeah yeah I like yeah. to remind myself that um and everyone has different beliefs of course but I believe in the universe as a force or an energy so I always mm. like to remind myself that like the universe is leading me the right way or like the universe has, is holding me in my journey yes. and that helps me I guess like you know some people might believe in God or something like that that yeah. for me I just have this feeling that yeah the universe knows what I need and I trust that it's taking me down that, that right path trust that mm. it's true I have the same belief yeah um with the, like you're not it would be boring if we could see our whole life already mm. and how it's going to play out so it has to be this way yeah. so it has to involve trust and yeah that's such a beautiful belief to just say, like, I am supported, I'm guided by the universe mm-hmm. and just trust that mm. and move and take action, though, still mm-hmm. in alignment with your heart. intuitively, follow your gut, but I guess, yeah, just have that, mm. that uh, I guess, reassurance That's it. in a way. Yeah, yeah. And, but also cautious not to <laughs> just say... The universe has got me and then no, just do nothing. No, <laughs> so no. The actions You've got to put the work in still. Yeah, and do, do the action as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that's beautiful. Yeah. So back to breath work. Mm, my favourite. <laughs> so I guess what are the biggest blocks that you come up against with people? Like what stops people from going down the path to maybe trying it for the first time? Yeah, so just the the society societal conditioning around it, and it, mm-hmm. it may yeah. There's not much like knowledge. It's not very well known. So people just often just think, oh, what's what what is that like? Mm, it's just breathe. breathing. <laughs> well, that's yeah, just like, <laughs> yeah. But it's it is just breathing, and we some people say I'm already doing it. But yeah, it's maybe, but you're not doing it consciously. So it's like. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, taking that step towards conscious breathing. There is a lot of resistance. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's just about getting in there and, and trying it. Mm-hmm. So the main thing is the resistance to actually going to do it. Mm-hmm. So you have to, it's really one where you just have to just dive, dive in and just do it to experience it. It's hard. Like, I'm sure whatever your mind said that it was going to be when you came here, it mm. wasn't, it wasn't that. Mm. <laughs> but, and that's always the case. So it's just the resistance. And I feel like as a general, people just have a lot of resistance around actually breathing deep and mm. breathing in life. A lot of us are just shallow breathers, which can be so easily retrained with with the proper guidance and yeah they do say that the depth of your breath is the depth of your life mm-hmm. if you have to, the deeper you can breathe the deeper yeah. you can feel the more connected you are to life so I've not heard that before I quite like that <laughs> yeah so yeah that's that'd be the main sort of Reason. resistance yeah say. So maybe someone is listening now and they're thinking, oh, maybe I'd like to give it a go. Hmm. What's your advice to them? Just just begin by just doing it right now. You can just mm-hmm. take three breaths mm-hmm. um, into your belly and just exhale out your mouth and just working on deepening that breath. You can take action straight away mm-hmm. and... Just notice the resistance of your mind. Notice what is stopping you, what thought patterns, and -hmm. just take the action anyway. Connect and realise how good it feels to just take a breath. Yeah. Just simple, even one breath. Mm -hmm. Everyone can take one conscious breath. (laughs) And, yeah, begin the journey to connect. Mm -hmm. Connect with your breath and that's also the journey to connect deeper with yourself. Yeah. So what different ways can people work with you? Like what type of things do you offer? Mm. So I currently offer for free um, is some guided breathwork sessions and meditations that I've created Mm -hmm. on my Instagram. You'll be able to just click a link um, in my bio, which will have free guided breathwork. Other than that, I'll do some Instagram live Mm -hmm. every Wednesday. I'll do a free guided breathwork session on Instagram live. So you just click on my story. And, yeah, you'll be able to drop in for a 20-minute um, breathwork session. I'm doing that every Wednesday at the moment. Oh, wonderful. 7 p.m. Adelaide time. Mm-hmm. Uh, beyond that, I am holding sessions in this beautiful mm. space. And this space is stunning. I was blown away when I walked in. Mm, we just, just literally created it and you're the first person to, oh. to, to, to bless the space with, oh, this, with your energy. Um, it's called the soul space mm-hmm. and it is, yeah, it's beautiful mm. space to get, just connect with mm-hmm. yourself. I host, um, yeah, one-on-one breathwork sessions, which I, uh, most potent in packages. So yeah. if you do multiple over the course of a few months, you will be able to completely transform your life. Mm-hmm. And I also offer ongoing support and programs with that, where people will be able to implement with my guidance breathwork into their everyday life mm-hmm. and have your life completely transformed go mm-hmm. from the reality that you're in to whatever it is you desire using mm-hmm. the breath as that main support mechanism mm-hmm. it's incredibly powerful it's worked for me and I'm like the living proof of it and now I'm here yeah. to just share that um, with the world in yeah. the most powerful way possible I so. love that what about if someone um, doesn't live in Adelaide? Are you mm. able to do one-on-ones over 
Zoom or it's not something yeah. that you really would do. Yeah, yeah, I've done plenty of yeah. online online breath work and yeah. through Zoom. Yeah, even these journeys like you've had mm-hmm. still still work yeah. in that in that capacity. Okay. Um, so yeah, I do offer online as well. That's amazing. For anyone anywhere in the world who would like to connect and learn how to retrain their breath. Yeah. Yeah. That's super exciting because I do know that I have like the majority of my listeners are from within Australia, but I do know that you know there's people listening from all over the world. So, you know, you can, you know, there's so many different ways that you can like look into this modality, whether it's someone local to you or you can reach out to Nick even. He can talk to you, talk you through your different options. How can somebody find you if they would like to make contact with you? Mm, the most easiest way is Instagram at Nick Brayotta. Mm-hmm. And I'll put that in the show notes as well. Um, so you guys can find it uh, if you need or um, Nick will be tagged in the Instagram post on mm. Uh, my Instagram page as well. So plenty of ways you can reach out to me as well and ask me and I will pass along the details. I just have to say again, like I know I talked through my experience sort of at the start, but if there is anyone that's out there and they're listening and they're like, oh, I've kind of thought about it before, but I'm a bit worried or I, I just haven't really taken that next step to maybe doing a breathwork session, just do it. Like a hundred percent do it like that. This is like an experience that I have never had before. I feel closer to myself. I feel like I've breaking, breaking, broken down (laughs) different barriers. I have removed feelings that I've had for a very long time about myself. Um, you know, Am I 100% healed? 100% not. But like I have definitely taken steps today towards that and that has been through the power of breath and the power of you guiding me through that, Nick. And I'm just so grateful um, to have been here and to be able to spend this Sunday with you. Um, The space is beautiful. You were amazing and I just feel very, very grateful to have had this experience with you today so thank you so much my absolute pleasure that has landed so deeply in my heart and the work that i do is from my heart and Mm -hmm. yeah it's an absolute honor to hold you through that and i absolutely just fucking love doing what i'm doing yeah i cannot wait to do more of it yeah and i can see that as well i can tell how much you love it and Mm. you know you said something to me um i think either in the notes or something that you know about wanting to be of service and this is a common theme that I've had come up with guests lately and that just fucking fills my heart with joy that there are so many people like yourself out there who just want to be able to help others Mm. like that is just so amazing and I'm just glad that there's so many people that are taking that route and feeling that calling and you know we are all in this together and you know if you're having a hard time um, it doesn't always have to feel like that. Like, and like you said before, it's hard to zoom out, but you know, if you're listening to this, then you've taken some form of step, you know, you want to not feel like that anymore. Or you want to explore different ways of getting help. Therapy is amazing. Talk therapy is great, but it's also good to, 
I guess, explore different things that might work for you. And um, I just, yeah, cannot recommend highly enough um, giving breath work a try. It is something I will 100% do again. Um, I honestly can't wait to feel like that again. <laughs> I feel like it might be um, like addicting is not the right word, but like once you know how good it can feel, you will want to do it again. <laughs> yeah, of course. And so, that, that feeling carries with you forward now. It's not yeah. just, it, it's, yeah, <laughs> it's a beautiful yeah. feeling. Yeah. And that ripple effect that that will cause as well. So I'm really looking forward to talking to everybody I know this afternoon and telling them about <laughs> about the session that I've just had you know mm. amazing <laughs> so happy this is why I do what I do it's like to see this joy that is emanating from you yeah um and see the impact that yeah the power of breath work mm-hmm. what it can do yeah and if yeah. you are in Adelaide I 100% um recommend making the drive out to Victor to see Nick and do one of these sessions in person like honestly it's not that far away like seriously it was just yeah I like just so worth everything worth the drive worth i don't know i feel like i'm just rambling now but i'm just so excited (laughs) and it's just yeah really setting me up for you know moving forward and you know next level self incoming Mm. you know yeah awesome amazing for me it was all i want to say is just like remember that your breath even if it's one breath or three breaths Throughout the day, it's always there to support you. Mm-hmm. It's this incredible inbuilt mechanism mm-hmm. we have. And, mm-hmm. yeah, just breathe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> breathe <laughs> consciously and yes, this will yeah. affect your state of mind for the better. Yeah. 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 Well, mm. thank you so, so much again. I feel honoured to be here and I'm absolutely honoured to be the first person to use this space. So thank you. Amazing. Um, Guys, I will put all of the details so you can find Nick in the show notes. Please reach out to me or reach out to him in the DMs if you have any questions. And I highly recommend you take the step, do some breath work. You will not regret it. If you've done it before or if you try it for the first time, please hit me up and let me know so we can excitedly talk all about it. (laughs) Yes, let me know too. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. definitely. And I think that's us for today. So thank you again, Nick, for joining me. Mm, Absolute pleasure and an honour. Thank you. Um, Nice to make another new friend this year. Uh, Mm. Just so you know, you'll be seeing more of me from here on out. (laughs) Good. I'm glad. Beautiful to meet you. Thank you. Alrighty, guys, thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, I will see you next week. Doei! If you enjoyed today's episode, please hit the subscribe button and leave me a five-star review. Even better, if you know someone who might benefit from listening to it, please tell them all about it. You'll find more information from today's episode in the show notes. If you or someone you know would like to be a guest on High Tide, Low Tide, please email me at lisa, spelled L-E-E-S-A, at hightidelowtideau.com or DM me on Instagram at hightidelowtideau. See you next time.